There are other types of tied to sources than the physical pointers. So we have intangible factors like peace of mind, which is very key. So I mean, um, for one to attain peace of mind in our world today, with all the hustle and bustle required to live well, if one can still find peace of mind of it all, then you've succeeded. Welcome to the Fierce Mothers podcast, where we help black and brown women find guidance and inspiration every week. We are so excited to have you listen in. I'm your host, Ugochi Onyewu. Today, I talked to the lovely EJ Abo. EJ has attained a great level of success as a cybersecurity professional with years of experience performing comprehensive assessments and writing reviews. We had an interesting chat today about looking like success or not and the pressure on people to look a certain way to try to prove that they're successful. I'm sure you're going to enjoy this episode. Good morning, EJ. Happy Sunday. So nice to talk to you. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you. Doing well. Doing well. Thank you so much for joining on this Sunday. We're just going to kick it off. Maybe you can just start. Tell the audience a little bit about you, where you were born, what part of Nigeria you're from originally. Just tell us a little bit about who EJ is. (laughs) Okay, so my name is EJ Abo. Raised in Nigeria, I moved to the U.S. in 2010, and I'm originally from Anambra State. My mom is from Imo State, though, and I'm married to an Enable State man, so I'm a complete evil girl. (laughs) (laughs) I have two amazing boys, seven and soon to be 10-year-old. I'm a cybersecurity professional. I have two master's degrees, um, an MBA and a cybersecurity technology degree. And I run a consulting firm. My major areas of professional expertise are cloud authorization, FISMA, SOC2. I know it sounds like Greek to you. PCI DSS, and the risk management framework. So, you know, <laughs> as you're talking, I'm like, well, we'll get into it, you know, because we're going to dive deep. Yes, it did sound like Greek. So I was just like, wow. I mean, I think this is the reason that I want to talk to you because you've done a lot. You've been in the country for 12 years now, right? 2010. Yeah. And in that time, you've accomplished so much. So I really want us to um, to delve into that, especially because you're a mother, right? With two young, boisterous boys who yeah. keep you super, mm-hmm. super busy. So yeah. I'd love to get into just talking to the audience about how you manage it all, you know? So, you know, before we do that, though, maybe you can just kind of warm us up a little bit and tell us uh, who has made the biggest impact on your life and why. Okay, so biggest impact. I think my children have made the biggest impact in my life in the sense that when my first child arrived, I began to realize that there was more to life, especially adulthood, than I thought. You know, I was still trying to kickstart my career and my life in this country. And and there I was also being responsible for a young child mm-hmm. who didn't ask me to bring him into this world, you know. But we made the choice by ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, yes, with each day, 
that passed, I began to view life differently. Since, since then, you know, like it's been a roller coaster, taking care of a child um, and taking care of them has been the greatest learning curve for me mm-hmm. till this day. And each day I wake up and look at them growing up, I'm encouraged to keep aspiring to be the best that I can be. Mm, I love it. I love it. I think you're actually the first person that said that children have made the biggest impact. I love it. You know, it's usually someone, either your parents or someone you met or, you know, an older person. I love that spin and we'll kind of dig into it a little bit. I love it. You know, um, you know, as you talk about being a mom and raising young boys and how they made the biggest impact on you, I think it's important to kind of understand what type of personality you have, because that may give us some clues as to why your kids <laughs> are the people that made the biggest impact. So tell us how you describe yourself. What would you say are some of your strengths, some of your weaknesses? And I'll, I'll try to link that to how your children have made that impact on you. Tell, talk to us. Okay. So um, I'm a very focused individual Yeah, who takes pride in helping others in the best way I can. Mm-hmm. And I'm also tenacious. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ambitious and these can be a pro or um, can be pros or cons because once I set my mind to doing something, I don't stop until I get it done. I have to, sometimes I have to remind myself to stop, to relax and enjoy the moment as opposed to chasing the next goal. So, and another thing about me, when you talk about my strengths and weaknesses, I would say strengths, um, I'm loyal, kind, mm-hmm. I know that, and I'm, and I'm loving too. And I take chances when necessary or appropriate. But my weaknesses, um, when I say I used to be trusting, so I wouldn't count that as a weakness again because I'm no longer in that space, you know. And I should say I'm going to be vulnerable now. So um, I'm quite sensitive. And when it comes to people I care about disappointing me or hurting me, that really you know, it's interesting that you say you're sensitive, you know, and I, you know, of course, this podcast is not about me, <laughs> but as you're talking, I'm thinking about some of the similar traits, you know, and I've, I've come to learn that. Being sensitive, yes, it can be a weakness because you're all you're more prone to like, oh, what does she mean by that? Or why did she say that? Or why didn't she come when I invited her? Or why did she say she was coming and she didn't show? You know, things like that. But I also so that's the weakness because your strength can also be your weakness. But it's interesting because being sensitive is actually, I think, a superpower because you pick up on things that other people would not pick up on. You know what I mean? You know, you're, you're, you can tell when someone is maybe in a room is not doing so well, that other people may yeah. not. Mm-hmm. You can pick up on cues in language and discussion, like person is not comfortable talking about this, whereas other people may not. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's it's interesting. It's it's being sensitive is one of those that's a strength and a weakness. Mm-hmm. So I love that you called that out. I, I love yeah. that you that. As we kind of delve in, because I want to talk about your kids, um, um, and the fact that you're a mother, because obviously the audience is really focused on mothers and, and how we're balancing it all, whether we stay at home with the kids, whether we're working, which is in your case, you know, mm-hmm. I'd love to to really ask you, because, you know, in this day and age, especially in the day of social media, which is a, a powerful tool, it's nothing, uh, it's, it's been a great advantage, but it's also a, a way of showcasing your your best life right so uh, you know there is this tendency especially for younger people to to look at social media as an example even just around them Mm -hmm. um, 
and, and start to define what they think is a successful life and maybe think they are not as successful, right? I, I speak particularly around things like, you know, the size of people's houses or the brand of handbags that people mm-hmm. carry or what parties or what vacations they go on, which it, it can be a very real thing, right? Um, so be, with, with that said, I'd really love to hear from you, EJ, what you consider, right, to be a successful life, because I, I do want to couch it as when I look at you, I would say you're successful, right? As far as all the trappings of the American dream, right? Which is amazing. You've been here 12 years, but in that, in that time, to your point, you've been able to achieve so much, right? You, your master's degrees, you, you, you know, having children, having successful career in cybersecurity, making all this great money. And so you, in, in that sense, I would say are successful, which you are, but I want to hear from you how you define success. So. <laughs> That's a good question. So I think today's world, it has become clearer that success isn't based on the amount of money one has in the bank accounts or material possessions compared to another. Because there are other factors, there are other factors tied to success than the physical pointers. So we have intangible factors mm-hmm. like peace of mind, which is very key. So I mean, um, for one to attain peace of mind in our world today, with all the hustle and bustle required to live well, if one can still find peace of mind of it all, then you've succeeded. (laughs) That's my first point. And another point to success, which specifically applies to me, although it may not apply to other people or it varies for other people, is family and true friends. For me, being surrounded by the most amazing family and friends who love and care for you, that's priceless, you know. And being able to afford the life, you know, the kind of life that you desire is surely another measure of success. Mm-hmm. But I would say a successful life is also being um, surrounded by those people who matter. Yeah. yeah. Building generational wealth. Constantly learning and pouring into those around you. This is how I view success. So, like on social media, when you talk about, you know, like um, showing off wealth and outward display of cars and houses on social media, yes, um, it's also part of what I just spoke about. Wealth in itself is not just defined by material possessions, you know. Wealth is like the abundance of desirable possessions. That's my own personal description of that. So the things that you personally find desirable, like it's, for example, attributes, values and all, it could even be certain individuals, like things you find desirable might be certain individuals, values or attributes. These are the things that define wealth to me, you know. But what what I know is that real wealth brings satisfaction. It's a good thing. And therefore, this, it doesn't bring sorrow. If you, so, so any perceived wealth that brings sorrow isn't wealth. Maybe we can call it riches, you know, but not wealth. So when we use that term wealth, it could be love and support, you know, from your loved ones, could be of knowledge or experience or something, your value, something valuable to you. I don't, some people like, public validation. Some people like people, you know, public strangers, you know, 
telling them they're doing well, or some people like to act or to convince themselves that they're doing well. And on the other hand, that's not the, the case. So if, if I see people loud or seeking public validation, just know that deep down, there's something missing. There's actually something missing. Your housing, your cars and bags don't define wealth or shouldn't define who you are as a person. So you can have those things. We all think good, we all know good things, we all love good things, we all love the good things in life. But make sure you're not living above your means to impress people who honestly don't care about your life and make sure you're true to yourself. I love that. I really do, because it's a very different way of looking at life. And I, t- I love how you talked about peace of mind and, and wealth being being surrounded by people you love. Right. Um, it, it's so true. I think we can really get distracted. We all know this. Right. So we're not saying anything to the audience that they don't know. But I think it's just a reminder and an emphasis, especially from your life. Right. Knowing you and seeing how successful you've been but you have a very sort of low-key approach to life mm-hmm. and I thought that it was really important to share and I love I love hearing your perspective so thank, thank you so you. much so thank you I really appreciate it and um, so it comes from you know as you grow you're a lot wiser mm-hmm. and it comes from wisdom I, I mean I'm not perfect but you know we make mistakes we learn from our mistakes and you try to be better and focus on what really matters in life so I I just feel like when you know you're successful, you don't have to convince anybody. Yes, you know you're successful. So it's not it's not an external, you don't need that validation. I love that. You don't have to convince me that you're successful. You know you're successful. I love that. I'm going to use that in the show notes. That's an amazing quote. Thank you so much. I really want to talk about some of the balances because it's a real thing. Uh, and then we'll kind of segue into your career about around cybersecurity. If if some some people in the audience are interested in that, but it's a real thing balancing the struggles of home, of you know, marriage, of of career of kids and all the rest of it, right? So I want you to maybe talk to us a little bit about some of those challenges, balancing that. And what are some of the tips, not just the challenges, but how do you do it? And what what are some of the tips that you would give others who are, because we've all been there, you know, where we're like, this is too much, I can't handle it. So I'd love to hear your perspective. Most of us mothers are used to this cycle. And um, first of all, um, rest becomes a big deal. You know, if we're able to find time to rest, you're very lucky. Mm-hmm. Most times you start the day with getting them prepped for school, then you jump into your own work zone and then get out for school run and back in your work zone again. And at the same time, you're planning the menu <laughs> to understand. So it's just a never ending cycle. But, um, you have to prioritize number one you know so people always ask me how do you have time to run your home you know be a wife be a mother and also work i say because i focus on what really matters it's not like i don't have a social life you can have a social life but you focus on what really matters okay so secondly like the cycle can also become so hectic you know that you and your husband can barely find time to unwind and visit the places you used to visit when before the kids came, you know. And but also you just when you prioritize, you make out time for things that really matter, things that are important in your life. 
So I don't have a problem with people who, you know, women who are stay-at-home moms, just do what works for your family. But if you really have to juggle being a mother and having a job and also being a wife, you just have to learn to prioritize. I, I think that's important. There are just some things you're not going to be able to do, right? Like I, you know, I can't sit and watch TV for hours. I just, mm-hmm. I used to, uh, you know, I had my shows that I liked, you know, but I, I just find that I don't have that time. So there are just certain things you, you, it's almost like a give, get, you give up some yeah. things to get some yeah. things. Right. So I love that you said prioritize, you know, I, I think that's the key. I mean, there is no magic. There's no magic. There's no, magic. Yeah, there's no, ma- <laughs> there's no tip. You're going to tell yeah. people that all of a there's sudden. No formula to it. Just yes. prioritize. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love that. There's no secret, no formula. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as we kind of segue into your career, I'd love you to, Talk about a what is cybersecurity? Try not to get too technical, <laughs> just at a high level. Um, how did you get into it? And you know, if a, for anyone who's interested, because I know that cybersecurity is such an important field right now, right? As you yeah. can imagine, because our lives are lived on the internet. How do we protect our privacy and our data? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe tell us a little bit about that at a high level and then talk to us, to the audience, if anyone is interested in a career, how, what is the best place to start? Would it be go back and get a master's? Would it be take classes? Just talk to us. I'm a complete novice. So just, just talk to us as yeah. if you're telling your five-year-old child. You know? <laughs> okay. So I'll start it. Okay. So let's start by defining cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. So I'll say that cybersecurity is the practice of um, protecting systems and information from digital attacks Mm -hmm. you know that's just the best way to describe cybersecurity not just digital attacks too um there's something we call social engineering and where you have the information you know like trying to you know the personal you know get people who do not have to protect the system or the environment where the data is from people gaining access you know to data that shouldn't get access to i'm trying to explain it like in to a layman and um, when people, if someone is interested in having a career in cybersecurity, um, what advice would I give a person? I will say that I would advise them to start by understanding network security at a foundational level. Network security is the operation of protecting data, <laughs> applications, devices, and systems that are connected to the network. So, and this involves like firewall protection, intrusion detection prevention, data loss prevention, cloud security, and so forth and so on. So when you understand network security and cloud computing, then you'll be able to understand, you know, the practice of protecting um, data, because you have to understand just the basics, but it's you know, foundational level, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just um, before pursuing a career in cybersecurity, take some time to develop your IT skills that will help. Okay, so would it be maybe they take classes, you know, in the evening, or would it, would a master's yeah. be the most effective way? How did you do it? I, I know you did a master's. I did, yeah, and I also took classes. I wrote a lot of certifications. I'm a certified ethical hacker, and I have um, AWS certifications as well. And um, supply information security management and the auditing certifications on and so forth, just for certifications. But um, you start by, if you have training programs, if you want to get the basics to, you should go to, you can go to any university, start with an online school, 
and do like maybe the certification, six month certification on a OEA. And you can also do, you know, self-study. And I, I tell people to do that a lot, study on your own. YouTube has a lot of information, you know. Um, Udemy has a lot of information, you know. Utilize those um, tools that you have, the free tools or websites where you can get um, free information. Just don't sit down and think that you're just going to take um, a six-month class then you get a job and you start yourself at work, you know. So try to... You know, understand network security. You know, yeah, that 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 makes sense. That makes sense. Actually, that's really helpful. The free classes, the uh, you know, take take full advantage of what's out there. Absolutely, learn about it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I think that um, as we start to draw this to a close, I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you because you you talked about earlier on being very goal driven, very sort of um, ambitious. Um, mm-hmm. What's what's next for you? As you said earlier on, you're very ambitious. You you know you, you're very goal driven. We we get that from talking to you. So, from your perspective, what heights do you still think you'd like to attain? Whether it's in your career or your personal life, what's left for EJ? What's next? Okay, yeah. So I'm currently enrolled in a technology leadership program at Cornell University, and. This really gives me an opportunity to analyze my leadership attributes and decision-making styles as a tech leader. So that's currently what I'm working on. For the next step, um, just sit back, relax, and I'll let you know off camera. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love, you know, actually love knowing you. I love the sit back and relax. <laughs> You're like, I'm doing this other stuff. Of course you are. Of course you are. But the sit back and relax is actually a, another um, really important attribute, especially for someone so driven. I, I, I love to hear it. I love to hear it. So as we bring this to a close, EJ, are there any questions that I haven't asked you or any information you'd like the audience to know? There's something I've never revealed to anyone before, but I'm going to talk about it today. So growing up, my sister and I, we had, we formed a girl band. (laughs) We wrote songs and we also held shows at home. Yeah, we did. And we would draft invites on tiny sheets of papers. Papers, we called them seculars and passed it to the household members. (laughs) Mind you, Anyone we weren't on good terms with at that time was not invited. <laughs> yeah, so um, we would hold the shows between 7 and 8 p.m. And Benny was always our room, my sister and I, you know. And before each show, we would rehearse Uh-oh. and do our choreography. And believe me, <laughs> we were applauded after each performance. <laughs> We were actually inspired by the child singer, Ivo Maha. You remember Ivo Maha in Bobby Brown's Every Step by Faith? Yes, that was our inspiration. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So maybe, maybe one of these days I can come over and you can, you can, you can, you can do the, you know, the, what do they call it? The return, the comeback or whatever. Yes. You know? <laughs> I love it. I love it. This yeah. has been a really, really amazing chat. Thank you so much. Ijama. If people want to reach out to you directly, what is the best way to reach out to you? 
email. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I will post your email address just in case people have questions. And of course, I maybe I'll no give them problem. my email address yeah. and they can reach out with any questions. Maybe that's the best way. Yeah, that's the best yeah. way. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, thank so, you much. so much. This has All been right. amazing. Thank you for listening to this episode. What was your main takeaway from this episode? What did you like? What, in your opinion, are some ways that we could improve? I want to hear from you. You can reach me at ugochi at fiercemothers.com. To learn more about Fierce Mothers, please visit our website at fiercemothers.com and join our mailing list for our weekly newsletter. The newsletter provides powerful tips and inspiration for life. Please remember to like and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Fierce Mothers. Follow me on LinkedIn at Ugochi Onyewu. We are building an engaged community of Fierce Mothers, so please tell your friends about the show. See you next week. Thank you.